Welcome to the Kingsley Grant Show, the podcast dedicated to helping you become the leader everyone loves and wants to follow. Kingsley believes his leadership paradigm, emotelligence, the art of succeeding where others failed, is the key to achieving this status. On this show, Kingsley guides you through the uncharted waters of emotional intelligence and leadership essentials, with the guarantee that upon exit, you will become more skilled in relationship management, decision-making, and job performance. Now here's your host, your coach, and your Sherpa, Kingsley Grant. Here we go, here we go, here we go. This is your boy, Kingsley Grant, behind the Jamaican microphone, bringing you yet another show. Today, I am coming to you from the command center of the Immortelligent Leadership Institute, where I am in an undisclosed location because I'm written into the vault of where I have stacks and stacks of the resources that I have, especially for you. They are selected. So today, I'm going to reach as right now into the vault. Okay, I've, I, I've got it. Oh, yeah, let me put that down here. All right, we've got it. We've got it. So let us unpack today's episode that you have been invited to join me in going through and see what is the key reason 79%, almost 80% of employees who quit their jobs, they gave this one key reason as to the re- as to why they quit their job. Wouldn't you like to know? I, I do believe that you as a, a business leader, you as a team leader, who find that your your best talents may have may be considering, they may not have left yet, but they may be considering leaving. And wouldn't you want to know what it is they're thinking and what the reason they might be considering leaving? Well, wouldn't it be a good idea then to speak to those who have quit, resigned their jobs and see what is the number one reason? What is the main, uh, the key reason they gave for um, for leaving their jobs? You know, I, 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 um, when we get into that, when I share with you in a few minutes what that is, I, I remember how I've only really been into. Let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I think it was about seven as I try to go through my young adult years as a an adult adolescence, and then get into my young adult years. I haven't had a whole lot of jobs. I have been at jobs where I've stayed for a long time. One thing you might you will find is that longevity and me staying. And, and you know, I, I wonder why is it that I've stayed at some of the, my jobs in the past so long? And I believe that it's really part of my my makeup, my my fabric. And I, I look back and I think that some of the jobs I stayed at for so long, I really shouldn't have stayed that long. But there, the, what's, what kept me, I believe, 
was the idea that if I quit, how would that look? How would that, you know, how, how, what would that look like for me? So I was very much into my reputation. I was very much into protecting. And I wonder how many of your people, and maybe if you are a not a leader and you're an employee, maybe you are, you know, of course, an, a leader is an employee, could be an employee too, but you, you know what I'm talking about, the, the role. If your role is not a leadership role, could it be that, I wonder why is it that you have stayed where, you've, where you are for this long? Why are you there still? I mean, is it because you are content? Is it because you have the fear of not knowing what else to do? Maybe you are at this stage of life where it's easier to settle in and just stay put where you are. And, and that might be yours. You know, I, I knew that for me, again, I mentioned it was basically not wanting to have people be upset with me. You know, I, I didn't want to to hurt or offend. How silly. <laughs> Looking back now, I'm thinking, wow. But I guess it's one of those things that were kind of, I was modeled for me. My mom, she was a, a school teacher all her adult life. And, and basically, the schools she taught, I think, you know, until she died in 2011, and she resigned maybe about three or four years prior to that, it's only one, two, three schools that she taught at. Three. And, you know, all of her adult life. And and so I believe that you know my dad of course he was a he was his own boss and so he was an entrepreneur and he of course did what he wanted to do but he did the very same thing for the umpteenth years until his death and so we we have a, a track record then of that longevity and staying where we are for I guess so it was possibly then a model it was modeled for me. But I know that sometimes I felt like I didn't want to be there anymore. Have you ever felt that way? But then you're wondering, where do you go? Where do you go? But then here's a flip side now. If you are you as a leader and you have people quitting left, right, and center, just all around you and you're wondering, what's going on? There's a mass, seemingly mass exodus. Or maybe your best talent, because sometimes your best is your best talent that is the ones going to be out of the door, because they they want to be challenged. They they have a different set of of um, ambition and and goals and aspirations, right? Whereas others who are not high achiever, your high talented person, they really are just there and they just want to make a paycheck, come to work do what they have to do and make a paycheck. But I can I can guarantee majority of those are not as engaged in the workplace as the high achievers, the best talent workers, right? If they they're the 20% that do 80% of the work. You know, it was Gallup who did the poll and showed we are what I mean 70% of people in the workplace Right, and then numbers. You know, it depends on what how you look look at the numbers or 
who you talk to. But what I've seen, I remember the first one I saw in two thousand that came out in two thousand and eleven. It showed eighty seven percent of people are are disengaged or highly actively disengaged in the workplace. That means only thirteen percent are are engaged, really want to be there, right? And then I've seen the a study that was done or a a Gallup poll that was done in I think it's two thousand and fifteen, where it showed a bit lower number where it was uh, thirty I think it was thirty seven percent or no thirty yeah thirty seven percent of people who are actually engaged in the workplace. So, however you look at it, the numbers are low. Those who are engaged, and and of those who are engaged, you can find your top talent there because they just can't help it. <laughs> they just gotta give and do their best. That's what they they do well. They have pride in their work. They're either gonna do it or they're gonna be out of the, out the door. And so, if you're finding that they're out the door, the question is why? Do you know why they're out the door? Here's what happened. When you see people are getting antsy, you hear little rumors here and there about people leaving. And, and so what happened is some leaders, they try to kind of, you know, in, in um, offset that really quickly by making some offerings. So they're, they're kind of almost like bribe the process, right? Bribe the person and say, if you, you stay, I mean, I want to promote you. I'm going to give you a promotion or I'm going to give you a raise. And most times, those rates are just so small. As a matter, of, what 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 I what I saw is that maybe um, because of constraints, right? Is financial constraints and other things beyond the control of that person. They are are limited as to what r- the range of of raise they can give to the and and an, a given employee. Right, the higher up you are, like the vice president, and in that category, they're going to get a much higher because raise because they're overseeing a vast, a bigger operation, a bigger slice, so to speak, of the pie. Whereas the employee is not, and so he or she will get a very small amount of raise. And and so some people compensate or try to compensate by doing that, or they make promises of other, you know, kind of uh, bonuses. Are, are one more another tool that is being used, or right. it's also that they will give kind of um, along the way some privileges, right? That you may get, and and so on. It kind of sweeten the pot, the pie. But the question is, even after all of that, why do they leave? Because they still will leave after that, because there's that one central one central thing that they're looking for, the key. The key reason of what these who have left, you know, I mean, 80% are not lying. I could understand if it's 8%, but this is 80% of those who have quit gave this as the number one reason why they they quit their job. They resigned. And so I want to share with you what that is. And then also what you can you can do to create a more robust, you know, motivated, energized, and inspired workplace where people give their best work at all levels, at all levels. And so you'll find that productivity will go up. What is that one thing, Kingsley? What is it? Well, my friend, I will tell you that right after we do today, 
Did You Know? The Did You Know segment of the show. And we highlight, I highlight a place in Jamaica that hoping that when you go there, you will go to visit and enjoy and experience because you don't want to miss it. And I am highlighting some places that I've been to some. There's a few that I have not been to, but I've heard such great things about it. And one day I know that I will go. And so let's get into our Did You Know segment, and then we come right back and dive into the one key reason. And then what are some of the benefits when you're able to address this one key reason? I will talk about that right after we do our Did You Know segment. So let's go into our Did You Know segment of the show. Did you know that in Montego Bay, that there is what's remembered as the, uh, it's called the, the white, the, the white, <laughs> this is how I grew up hearing it, the white witch of Rose Hall residence, right? It's a white witch of Rose Hall residence. And it's, it's a legendary that a lady by the name of Annie Palmer, she was a, they call her the white witch. She ruled in from that vicinity, from her house, it was a three-story, I think a three-story home overlooking the ocean on the mountainside. You cannot miss it. It's perched in a way where you you will see it if you drive through Montego Bay. And the it's that she this the story goes that she ruled very in, with cruelty and met her eventually met a violent death. And so her, her her house is adorned with the furniture of the the period of time that era and you can see that furniture is camped and you can choose a tour either a daytime or a nighttime tour however i must say that the nighttime tour is the most fascinating because it has a spooky kind of element to it and and some kind of weird stuff and you, because you know they they the whole idea is that there's ghosts living in the house and so you want to go at night but if you're scared you may not want to and you may want to go in the daytime did you know that that house like that is in Montego Bay in Jamaica well now you know and now you must go we now return to regular broadcasting of the Kings of Grant show Okay, then, my friend, you're saying Kingsley. All right, enough, enough. Let's let's get into that one key, the key reason 79% of employees gave for quitting their jobs. What is that? Well, here is what that reason is, my friend. 79% of employees who quit their job cite, and check this out, they cite a lack of appreciation as a key for leaving. Really, Kingsley? You mean all this time you've hold you've held that back just to? You mean that's it? That's it? Come on now. There's got to be more than this. And my friend, this data is over two hundred thousand people were were asked the question. So it was really a longitudinal longitudinal data. It's, it's not just a one time thing. This is over two hundred thousand pieces of information, I mean, pieces of uh, data that was collected from people, of, of people surveyed, let's put it that way. And eight, almost 80% of them 
gave this as the number one reasons. And, you know, that the same report cites that 65% of North Americans report that they weren't recognized even once last year. And last year is based upon the time that the report was released. Now, that is, you know, it's um, if, if, you, if you didn't read that from a very reputable um, source, you would want to not believe that. You would want to shake your head and say, no, it can't be. Well, O.C. Tanner is a research group, and they are the ones who conducted this with and, and found this and presented this result. And they call, it, they call the report the new benchmark for initiating employee engagement, retention, and results. So really, it's, it's a very long-term study. And what they found is that when employees know their strengths and potential, and their potential will be praised and recognized, they are significantly more apt to produce value. Imagine that. That means productivity is going to go up. And if productivity goes up, guess what else goes up? You got it. Revenue goes up. You have a more energized and synergized environment where people want to come and show up. They want to give their best selves. And so what the study also shows that when recognition is considered, effective managers, I'm sorry, let's do this again. That when recognition is considered effective, right? That means when you give the right kind of recognition, you, it's purpose-driven re- recognition. Re- recognition that really is not just thrown together, but it's, it's very, very um, targeted, very tailored to the people that you're recognizing. Because not everybody wants to be recognized or accept recognition the same way. How I might want recognition may not be how the next person beside me may want it. That's not how they receive it, right? So effectively given means that it is targeted, it's tailored for the person that is being recognized. When that happens, this this same study revealed that you have lower turnover rates. You achieve enhanced business results. And what happened is there is a much there's a much stronger call or a, a ex display of the areas of leadership because you will find people are more apt to buy into the goal setting, the communication, the trust and accountability accountability aspect of leadership because those things are something people push back from. They don't want to necessarily, not that they don't want, they just don't buy into the goal setting. They will participate because they're being paid. But again, when, when leaders find this kind of environment that they get when they reward and acknowledged and recognized their people, they themselves are also benefited because they now are able to do better goal setting, making better decisions. They're able to enhance their communication. They're able to experience the trust relationship with their people. And they're able to hold the raise the accountability factor where people are more willing 
to be held accountable for certain things because everything is high. The synergy is high. It's almost electrical, right? It's an it's electric, basically. It's 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 um magical happen. This magical dynamic begins to happen where everybody begins to function this way, and there is a a, a sense in the air of we want everybody. We want this company to succeed. We want it to win. We want our leaders to to do well. And this this you your you sense, man, that there is something great happening because people are are almost like they're they're envi- they're energized, right? They're motivated. They're inspired. And so when you've done that, this is what brings that about. And now they are willing to do great work. So this report then cites that. You can focus on, and if you're able to do this one thing, if you're able to recognize the people that you're leading, but recognizing them as the way they want to be recognized, you'll be surprised to see the turnaround. But not only that, you retain your best talents. You will see increase in productivity. You will see an increase in revenue. Simply by, and this is, you know, this, the, the interesting thing is that you have just so much money to to leverage in raises and so on, right? You have so much margin to give time off, early, early going home day or whatever, right? You only have a certain, a certain limitation there. But how much limitation do you have here? When you verbalize your praise and recognize people's potential and their ability to do the job, it really is a very low investment for such a very high return. Low investment for a very for a much higher return than when you put a higher investment in. This is the area of focus. And I, I hope today you're going to take a, a look at how you are recognizing your people. And are you recognizing them as how they want to be recognized? It's not just a one-size-fits-all type of thing here. You know, in my new book, The Immortelligent Leader, Succeed Where Others Failed and Become the Leader Everyone Loves and Wants to Follow. In that book, I share ideas of how to recognize what you might want to do to let people know that you you saw them. You... you, you, you um, Recognize them. You acknowledge them. How do you do that? I share that in the book. So you can get the book um, on Amazon. But if you want a free copy, just just uh, have this going for a few more weeks. Basically, you can go to kingsleygrant.com, kingsleygrant.com slash free leadership book. One word. No spaces free leadership book, and you can get a copy of that. So I encourage you then to make sure you you, you take um, advantage of it while it's, it lasts, while it's still available, and um, get get it, right? And, and see what it is I say about this idea of acknowledgement and recognition. Well, my friend, we've come to the end of today's episode, and we're now going to put this episode in, back into the vault and securely put it away, and then we'll say our goodbye. So here we go. 
there you go. We, now we've got it. It's securely put away. You were, you are a witness to that, and now you can you will vouch for the idea that I did lock it back into the the vault at the command center here of the emotional intelligent. I'm sorry, Emotelligent Leadership Institute. Okay, so my friend, remember this: you're one skill away, one skill away from becoming the leader who succeeds where others fail. One skill. And I hope today you are picking up some ideas through these episodes I've been doing as to what you can do better and become closer to that where everyone loves and wants to follow you. Well, thank you, my friend. Thank you so very much for listening to this podcast and this show. I do appreciate that. Let me, if I can ask you to please do me a favor of telling one more friend or passing on this link to another person who is a leader. I would truly appreciate that. And with that said, my friend, peace out. God bless. And I'll see you on the flip side. Yeah.